Welcome back to Do Alliance Podcast, the show where we talk the challenge every week, and we are continuing to talk about Challenge USA with your host Alicia Solomon and myself, Megan Hines. And this week, it was so many beefs between both two episodes, and I'm like, do y'all need help? But I was here for some of them, so we're going to get into all the beefs, the drama, another pity party as well, okay? We got another pity party, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> this man no because this man i know i'm sorry but this man was really contemplating possibly retirement like lebron after last season i I can't but we're gonna get into it (laughs) (laughs) so come back into episode five which is called operation hat trick and the blue team is on a high following the win of desi being on their team and Chris is talking cash shit. Like, he's being mad hype, and he was somewhat yelling and making a point to Tyler and Monty, saying, we rally the fucking troops and take all you bitches, little bitches out. This man was talking a lot. And I'm just like, I'm like Tyler and Monty, and I'm like, are you okay? Do you need help? Because who are you talking to? I forgot what Tyler said. I think Tyler said then do it or something like that because honestly what was chris gonna do in that moment like chris really first of all popped up on the show last week i don't care what kind of edit he's been getting he literally just popped up last week so for now all of a sudden you feel like so high and mighty that you feel that you got your reward back for being back in the house it's like nobody really cares about you nobody really knows that you're here and the fact that tyler was eating him up and we don't even know that tyler's there either it's like why don't white crime that i'm 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 clearly here for it because what's going on? Like, what's going on between these these two? And Chris is a lame. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna call it. He's a lame. Yeah, but he he was like, oh, like I was vote. I was raining about after I won my Survivor season, saying that I was like the most undeserving winner. Okay, like why are you bringing that energy out to here? This is a challenge, baby. This is a ghetto. He's clearly showing why he's lame. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like that 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 kind of sauce don't kind of fall off on you like lame is lame yeah but in that moment i was like listen i don't like monty but in that moment i know and i know how monty is he was like that on big brother like you're talking to me like this i'm just looking at you like you're stupid and chris in that moment looks so stupid like they're looking at him crazy everybody else is looking at him crazy why are you talking about this mess what are you gonna do because you congrats you just won your nation as well but sir be for real so yeah and then Cassie decided to pull a Josh, um, a la War of the Worlds. No, a la Total Madness, actually, where she was deluded in her mind that Wes was instinctively set on targeting her. And she was very suspicious of Wes's gameplay. And all the while, Wes is just worried that he unintentionally made an enemy out of her because his team pulled a blindside on him. And they say that role, we're going to vote for Cassidy when they didn't, and they voted for somebody else. Like, he's worried about that more so than her, like, actually being like, yeah, you, you're my hit list. Yeah, this is where I kind of lost. I was lost with Cassidy, and I get her whole storyline, whatever, but 
throughout this episode and the next episode, we see how it progresses with Cassidy versus West. And I think that even for all of Wes's mishaps and shenanigans, how he strategizes, he literally did not really intentionally go after Cassidy because he had some kind of gripe against her or he wanted like I didn't like her. Like he literally voted in the way that he thought his team was going to vote for, and they didn't. So the same amount of energy that she has for Wes, she needs to have for half of the other people who were putting her name out there for him to even vote for in the first place. Yeah. And then Corey, Fessy, and Cassidy had a chat in the kitchen. The talk turned somber after, like, Corey noticed, like, her hair was reddish, and that was, like, kind of her natural hair color. And he was like, oh, my daughter has red hair, blue eyes as well. And that led into Cassie mentioning that she takes care of her sister's kids who have passed away. And that was like a little moment that made Fessy and Corey relate to her in some kind of way. And we're going to move on. Sorry. I, I mean, that. <laughs> not really, but move on. I'm sorry. I don't want to talk about people, but okay. God bless. Yeah, we're going into the daily challenge, and it is called Unboxed, where players must carry a box that amasses their own body weight through a forest towards the finish line. And along the way, they have to solve puzzles at different stations with pieces from one team member's box, which allows them to leave that box behind and get on the rest of the way. Um, Since the first station, only one team can be at a station, and the first team to the finish will win. This is really reminiscent of the duel because of that elimination, how like at every point they would grab stuff that was around their weight or their luggage weight to a certain point, And then that was part of the elimination. So I like how they kind of remixed that into this. Sure. I mean, this is what they do. <laughs> they remix everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's good that they did kind of remix it because Wes literally did that after the duel. So like this was, his bread and bread, he was like, hey, my strategy in my mind is we're only going to do one and we're just going to like sprint it to the end. That was it. Throughout the track, though, the boxes are very heavy at the start and some people didn't have a grip on it. But you know who did have a grip on their box? That was the same way as them. Michaela. She really handled that box like a pro. And then the green team was in the lead. They decided to work with Monty's pieces because he was the biggest person on their team. So they got rid of that weight. Wes told Michaela the plan. Michaela was like, oh, okay, yeah, let's do that. I'm going I'm, to I'm agree. We're going to work on this. The blue team decided to use Fessy's box, and which was math. And he was very excited because like, he's like, I know math. I can do this. And the red team, they got a tangerine puzzle at the first one. What? <laughs> a tangerine a la Darrell. a okay. tangerine I, I was alright thank you Megan <laughs> um first of all I didn't even know Messi uh, Messi Fessy was good at math like <laughs> that was a Freudian slip but it's the truth um I didn't know he was good at math to be honest like I don't know if I've ever paid attention to his quote unquote math skills. Like the only time I can remember math being super prevalent was that finals that Amber won, where it was her and CT and they were going at it. And you know, they were there was a math problem there that was kind of stumping some people. But maybe he got eliminated at that point. It wasn't there. I don't I don't remember. But nonetheless, 
Tessie being good at math, okay, cool. I think the strategy from the green team was smart in a sense of get what you can and keep it moving because Michaela, like you said, could hold her own weight. Wes and Monty, they were trying. Alyssa S was struggling, like struggling. She wanted to quit multiple times. She wanted to give up. And everyone was like, no, girl, this is not happening. And being that team was so small, I'm glad that they stuck together and communicated to try to hold each other down. Because if at, at any point they could have looked at each other, Alyssa S probably would have dropped the ball and they would have lost. Because every team was like right on their tails, especially the blue team. So I'm glad that they stuck together. But I think uh, Fessy good at math was the revelation that I had from this challenge because I didn't I didn't know that. <laughs> but I think you you had that thought because Casey ain't good at math. It's like one of the two, and then Amber wasn't good with the math on that on that final either because she was something that right. final. And yeah. he was so they probably he were was all together in my mind somehow. Yeah, because Fessy was pissed at Amber at one point in the leg because that was the math part of that final, and they were together. And he was pissed at her because she couldn't figure it out. I remember that. Okay. And the second station, the blue team were on that one agreement right past. They're like, we're not doing any of these stations. We're just going to go straight to the finish. The red team got to the third one and they were working on Corey's puzzle box. But they're like, oh, we don't even need to do this. All the while, Groot's still pushing through. Alyssa's still struggling a bit. But they made it across the finish line, and they win the daily. And now they have to vote in a man and woman to go into elimination. Following that, Wes offers a ceasefire to Bananas and Dusty to separate the survivor blocks on blue. And he hitched a plan to have the green team vote in survivor players. Yeah, I'm kind of turning the tables on Big Brother and survivors since they've been the target for most of the time. And I think it would go well. I, I think Wes is probably more standing on the fact that he compromised, quote unquote, the first time around that they had a situation where they won and he kind of just let them do what they wanted to do, which led into Tory being voted in. So now he's like, listen, I don't want any other vets to get the vote. So I'm just going to try my best to just put it back on to Surviving Big Brother, which should be the case at this point because there are the dominant numbers in the house and for them to even make it through, they're going to have to get rid of some kind of alliance in between Big Brother and Survivor. Yeah. I just also think that the vets need to not be delusional in how the plan goes because they got delusional in the next episode about how it all happened. But yeah. The green team had the nominations. Michaela says she wanted an agreement to be on the same page. Did not want for it to be two survivor people on the board because I put her own game at risk because she was the only survivor person on green at this point since Betty left last week. And they're like, let's just target blue. Monty and Tyler wanted Chris while Wes wanted Cassie. No, that wasn't appeasable. So they had to figure something else out. But it ended up just being the vote for Cassie and Chris. And Cassie was pissed off, called Tyler and Monty cowards. And Chris was being very nice, nasty towards Tyler at one point when they were in the room. And Wes was like, oh, this is great. I can use their irritation to my advantage. And it worked for them because it created more chaos. Yeah, one, again, I don't understand Cassidy's anger and towards going in. 
like, girl, honestly, you know, the, like the name of the show at this, at some point, you're going to have to go into elimination. And so I feel like her feelings were like way too butthurt for me to even comprehend like where the anger was coming from that her name was put up there and like calling people cowards. I, like, girl, they voted your name in. So fucking what? Like, get over it. Uh, Chris, I understand Tyler shouldn't have said nothing. Like, I don't, the sorry brother in the corner just didn't sit right with me. Like, don't apologize for doing something that you're not going to be sorry for and that you're going to do again 10 times over. Just shut up and drink your beer and just be cool. Like, it was no necessary for you to even have that apology. And Chris looked at that man and was like, just shove it up your ass at this point because what are you going to do with this? And I wasn't mad at him as much as I really, uh, Chris gets on my nerves. Like, I'm not mad at it because what are you going to do at this point? He's already going in. So the apologies is really tied. You can keep it. Yeah. And then Bananas told Josh and Tori about Tiffany's light bulb moment on the bus that it's like Survivor versus Big Brother. And they were trying to pull in votes from the vets to be swing votes on each side. Tori said, let's put our votes into an organized chaos situation. So let's put names into a hat, pick a name, and that's who we're voting for. That's I like that idea. I'm not gonna lie. I like how I like their chaotic idea. I do. However, how it got handled I was like a little bit off. Um, how did it get handled? Well, I well not handled afterwards because they were like, oh, because when Dusty's votes happened, and like, oh, we did that. Y'all didn't do that. Well, well, no, that's later. I'm not talking about that. Yeah. I'm talking about like as in for now and them voting for random people. I'm like, I get it. It caused like commotion because like random people got one vote and like where they're coming from. I, I get that. It was just the the nature of it. It was like, okay, this is a little bit too much, but it's y'all, y'all all cringe anyways. So that's right. really it. And then they did the votes and then went to the arena. The picks from Green came out, Chris and Cassidy. We got the copper votes. Tiffany got four votes, Fessy got one, Desi got one, Alyssa Lopez got one, Sebastian got one, Chanel got two, and Dusty got four. I'm so sorry to Alyssa Lopez because she caught a stray because that one damn vote <laughs> got her in there. And <laughs> she's the one against Cassidy. I'm not sorry. That's the name of the game. Like, that's just what you are put in a position to put yourself up against if you don't win. Like, it is what it is. And at some point, I think they didn't see the they didn't see the long term effects of how their votes were going to go in this organized chaos and quote unquote. So Mm -hmm. even one vote, your name is going to be in the hopper. And Honestly, that's how people win the lottery. That's how you get struck by lightning. It's one in a billion chance that you are the one. And she was just one in that chance. So it is what it is. I'm not sorry for it. Girl, whatever. I just know if it was Fessy, because he was at one vote as well, that would have been funny. Because he would have been throwing shit. Now that I I would have I would have thoroughly enjoyed that that would have tickled me to my core. To be honest, and you know who, and you know who threw that vote on Fessy, bananas. Um, jo- yeah, I was gonna say Johnny Bananas. <laughs> In which that wasn't even the person that he was supposed to vote vote for, mm-hmm. and he ended up 
going rogue and voting for Fessy. So, I mean, drawing a shot early. It's it is what it is. And the girls are playing a game called Blockhead, where they will roll their cages to each of the four flags in the arena to collect their own, and then beeline to a light box that they will build a code to their cage and be able to unlock it. The first person to unlock the cage and hit the red button will win and stay in the game. Both of them are struggling to start. And it was very apparent that they couldn't get that cage to roll. But they both tried to make it shake. Cassie was able to get her first couple of flags while Alyssa was still struggling because she realized that she couldn't really get her hand through the little hole in the cage to get to the flags. And that hindered her a bit really early. And throughout the whole thing. Honestly, what I realized in this elimination is that I was rooting for no one. Like, <laughs> I didn't care who won. <laughs> I didn't care who won. Like, it was what it was. Like, everyone was screaming. Some people were screaming for Cassidy and giving her instructions. And then you heard Monty screaming and, you know, yelling for Alyssa. And I was just like, I don't care who wins in this situation. Like, loser, loser, double loser, as in whatever. <laughs> like, I don't care. But honestly, I think that uh, this being Cassidy's first elimination, uh, she gets to show, like, why she's here. I feel like she's been kind of in the background for the most part on this show the first time we was really introduced to her was when she got to pick her blue team and then that was kind of the end of it for Cassidy so this episode she kind of got her storyline out there and you know showed a little bit more of who she was and you know why she's in this game to begin with and then as for Alyssa L she's always going to be a little scrappy player and do what she has to do it's just a matter of whether her competition can beat her out like straight up yeah at one point, Kathy got all of her flags. She just had to get to the code and get her code to unlock her cage. But Alyssa came back and got all four of her flags as well. And so it was just a rat race, literally, to the light box. And Alyssa could not reach the screen because of how she was positioned in the hole in the cage. But Kathy couldn't get a position initially. She readjusted and was able to see her cold, unlock herself out of the cage, and ran straight to the button, and she wins this animation. Congratulations. I don't know what to say. <laughs> Good for her. <laughs> in the back. One thing I will say, though, as for Alyssa L, is that TJ was so disappointed, and last season we saw that TJ absolutely loved Alyssa, and I guess wants her to be a part of the main show as well, or like some kind of crossover. Like, he really has some kind of affinity for her. So when she lost, he was like, you know, I hope to see you again. Like, it was a little bit more sauce on the I hope to see you again than it be for other people. That's one thing I would say. Yeah, because she has she has the energy for the main show, to be honest. Like, she, she, she likes to lie and be a little bit conniving. And she is happy. She's like Amanda. Like, they're, they got their clips, but they're scrappy. And that's what the challenge is about like not everybody doesn't have to be um big and broody you can you know be quiet but like sneaky at the same time and loud at times as well but i think because like Alyssa really did provide some good drama game wise on the first season and she had good confessionals like she in a confessional against the 
Tori. Like she'll she'll talk to your face and she'll have good clips in the confessionals. I like it. So hopefully she does come back. But I know like she's been the she she declined calls. I think she declined 39 as well because she got work and she got her business. But I would like to see her cross over to MTV one eventually. So yeah. And with Cassie winning the nation, she had the decision to either stick with the team, the team that she built, or twist to a different team. And she decided to stay with Luke and ride it out with her super team. Like, she's really the Warriors. <laughs> if you want to compare it to basketball terms, you know. <laughs> That's what I thought. The Warriors of 2015. Yeah. Initially. Because okay. I would say Bananas was Katie after that. I don't know. I, or thinking the Cavs bringing in old people on the team. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whichever, whichever way the ball bounces, cool with me. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and that is the end of episode five. And we head into episode six, which when I first saw the title of the episode, I'm like, who was the underdog of this episode? Because it was a really good looking underdog. And then when it, it made sense as I watched the episode, I'm like, that man is not an underdog. I'm so sorry. But we go into episode six with a lot of people fired up. Cassidy is fired up. Still from her nation win, and she comes back saying that Wes has now made an enemy of her. And then Dusty is very riled up, um, yelling about who voted for him, yelling at Tiffany, blaming her for the votes that put on him. Like, I know you did this, she did not. And he was like, I'm ready, baby. Like, I'm ready to fight. Let's go. Meanwhile, everybody's like, This man is crazy, literally. Like they showed him having a conversation with Alyssa L, Alyssa L, and basically he made a deal saying that if he doesn't say her name, she'll get her and two other people to not say his name. And obviously he got a four, he got vote four votes, and the people who pulled it off pulled it off. I mean Michelle, Desi Chanel, and who else was it? Um, somebody else. Possibly Michaela, I don't know. Uh, but whoever it was, like, they pulled it off because he had no clue. And him going against Tiffany was just so odd. Like, why are you even so hyped and fired up about it? And she literally told you she voted for Sebastian. She did not vote for you. And, like, he's just like, well, I don't care. You still, you know, had, a, had some kind of say in it. And it's like, how much power are you giving to one person to make it seem like as if she's ruling everybody in the house. That's just showing you his insecurity and how she's moving in the house. And she's literally on his team. So for all of Dusty's quirks and obsession with other people in the house and as much grace as I gave him in terms of that, this I will not. Because why are you yelling at a woman, number one? Two, when she's telling you up, up front, straight up, like, yo, I did not vote for you. I had no opportunity or nothing to do with how the vote went and you still are insistent that she did and you're aggressive about it it's like all right now i'm done with you you're losing me and you're a fucking nutcase i hope when he looks back at this episode he feels stupid like you you literally yelled at a woman over something that she didn't do when it wasn't even her I hope he feels stupid watching that back because you did all that for what? Like, he just wanted to have a moment 
And I don't think that was the moment to have. Like he could have had ample other times to go after people and say things and he hasn't. And for that, I was like, okay, he's cool. Like he's not really giving much. He's just keeping it chill. But for you to even just go after her and just like act the way he was, like he really was going in. And it was so confusing because she's blatantly telling you like, yo, I did not do this. And you're still going. That's where I was just like, all right, clearly he has a, a different agenda and maybe other people will get, was getting in his air, which I won't be surprised, bananas. but which is funny because bananas would not say her name at any cost later on in the episode. So <laughs> bananas putting the Tiffany battery in his bag, but bananas won't do it himself. I mean, that's a banana gameplay. If I've ever seen one, just put it on someone else. But at the same time, it's just like, come on. Like, I, I just, I really, I didn't, I didn't like that. Like, he was like, you're my number one objective. Sorry, you're on the same team. What are you going to do? You don't have leverage, for one. Who do you have? Bananas? He, that man likes Tiffany. You know, <laughs> Tiffany's going to give him reference money back and forth. I was like, and literally when he was yelling at her, she said to, I voted for Sebastian, like you said. And Sebastian knew that she voted for him. You don't listen. And that whole thing, I'm like, you look crazy. I hope you apologize to that woman after you saw this. Because you look stupid. And, like, I hope you saw that. And you're like, I wrote my notes, big dummy in big caps. I'm like, we literally saw after you got her, the girls say, oh, we voted for him. Big dummy. Like, that's what you are. Like, why would, like, of all people, why would you think that Tiffany is plotting on you when she's on your same team? That's delusion at its finest. And you're the only amazing race person. You're only a lackey. That's what you are. You're a lackey and you're a layup. No one's catching for you right now. Like, you got four votes because you're dusty. That's it. That's it. And also, I think he's dusty, like, as as in his name or as just like a, a, as a pun. I was really kind of, I was I was I'm really confused at the context of when you just said that. Because it sounded like you're just dusty. And I was like, oh okay, okay, okay. That's very that's very harsh, but okay. <laughs> Both like to me, if you're yelling at a woman unprovoked, you're dusty. And it just so happens his name is Dusty. So a double entendre, don't ask you how. I'm okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> cool. And then after this, them vets are looking dumb as well. I'm like, oh, we caused this chaos. No, the fuck you did not. The Survivor Girls did that. You didn't do that. Like, they voted for him. You didn't do nothing. Y'all chaos votes went to somebody else. Not Dusty. So y'all can shut up. Yeah, I I think they wanted to feel like they had more power in the game, in which they felt like because they voted for sporadic different people that that's what caused them to have the power and for the situation to happen the way it did. But honestly, everyone literally got one vote and you saw that there was four votes for one person. So clearly there was a consensus with a crew of people on who they were voting for. So to take credit for that, it's just, it's not surprising because the vets that are left are the type of people who would take credit for something that they didn't do. But in the same breath, like, the Survivor Girls holding it down, staying together. I, I can appreciate that in the long run. But 
the the whole organized chaos situation that's not gonna last very long like mm. they're gonna try to keep trying to stay low and honestly survivor and big brother they're gonna try to figure out a way to get these these people out again so it's just a matter of time of not only when but how and i feel like the vets need to watch their back more than anything yeah because like oh operation hat trick worked it did not work in the way y'all thought it would so y'all can go and then wes called his um pregnant wife that he loved to come on the show and he felt uneasy yet relieved to see her. And at the moment, I was like, is Wes contemplating retiring? Granted, he's done this before, two more, two times before, but this time he's contemplating it because his wife is pregnant. I mean, we see a little bit more in the episode of Wes's whole retirement arc. And for as much as I don't like Wes, some part of me was rooting for him because if this was the last time we did see Wes, it's like it's an end of an era. Kind of like we've seen the end of some people, possibly like Cam, Carl Maria, et cetera, et cetera. Because these little are, literally are the people who carried the challenge, including Bananas. Like I'm not going like not give anybody their credit. Like these people were literally carrying the show for the past 20 years. So I was like, damn, but this is the end of seeing Wes. It's kind of sad that he goes out like this and I feel like he could have just ended at all-stars to be honest like end on the win and on the high note but he came back he lost so he has to come back again and redo it again and it's like all right how much time more time are you going to keep coming on but when you have a child I mean that changes the trajectory of just not only your life but how you are as a person so I'm not going to throw too much salt on Wes and you know him using his baby as a storyline essentially but I think when it comes to how the voting went and how, like, he was just crying about it, it's like, all right, like, the baby's not even here yet. Like, your wife is fine. Them two dogs you got is fine. Like, and at the end of the day, Wes carries himself like he's such a big businessman. He's such a big tech, whatever he does. I don't, I don't even know what this man does on his personal time. But he's always said he has cars, he has houses, he has this. He's fine. So what you crying over this little 250000 if you fine? Like, that's where you're losing me. Like, I get the show is part of your identity. That's how people, most people know you. They don't know you in real life. I get it. But at the same time, you don't need to be sitting here boo-hooing about a show. It's given yeah. you really don't have a career outside of this show, and this is your which, what your real money maker is, but and you're using your leverage to create opportunities outside the show, which is fine, but just say that. Don't keep lying to us. <coughs> Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I had to. I can't get. I need to gather myself. But that was a mic drop moment. I'm sorry. You might drop that. But I feel like, like I mentioned it in the intro. Like he's giving LeBron. Like you contemplating retirement at this point in your challenge career. You've done this for so long. Just go ahead and retire. Like like you said, he should have retired after All Stars because. That was the perfect way to go out. You go out, go against people that have been part of the show forever, too. Don't come on the show when your wife is pregnant and try and you. Essentially, he did use that as leverage to, in the game. Sorry. Plus, people have had kids on the show. Well, out of the show, but, like, they have kids. Corey, for, like, two seasons, like, I got Ryder to take care of. I got Mila to take care of. 
he had three kids now and he's on the show. Tony came on the show with kids, with a child. They're PT. He left, had a kid. He comes every season. Like, I want to continue to provide for little CJ. You can be a parent. You, I know this is a pivotal moment in your life, but take a beat. We don't need, I don't think we needed to see him have a, a mind moment on the show. He could have done that at home and contemplated if he wanted to come on or not and then move well, on afterwards. I think one, he knows how to place the camera and he knew that was going to get on TV. But also, the man is a smooth 47. I don't even know how old he is, but he's old. So is Bananas. Like, at some point, they are going to need to retire. Like, as much as I sit here and sometimes complain about people I don't know being on the show, one, the show is not going to last forever. Two, whatever iteration comes about this show, there are going to need new people. And so CT, Wes, Bananas, eventually Tori, whoever it is, like, these people are not going to be here for the long run. Like, Corey is a little bit younger than Wes, so he may be here a little bit longer as is Tori, but mm-hmm. honestly, Weston Bananas, how much more can they go? Like they need to literally retire. Like it's not a it's not a joke. It's not just a footnote and saying, like, damn, like it, it's been 20 years. Like, no, you need to literally give your body a rest at some point. Like it it's it, it's click. Like it's okay to sit down and do something else with your life. Bananas tried and is tried to retire and well, just, he failed. that didn't work out. <laughs> right he failed and we saw him fail which which is fine like sometimes you take it out but then you pivot you you know like the other podcast you pivot into something else you do something else i don't know but this is like enough and so yeah we'll see how weston james does later on this episode but we're going to get into our favorite daily challenge it combines iq and heights trivia is back and they're playing a game called High Q. <laughs> and this is our fave. This is TJ's fave. And it's always make them look stupid. And I just love it. This game will be played as teams are on a platform above water as TJ asks trivia questions. And this time, instead of answering questions as individuals, they are answering questions as a team. And if you get the right answer, you're in the clear. If you are saying a wrong answer the platform will tilt a bit down towards the water and the teams will have to try their best to stay on the glass or they'll be falling in the deep water the last team standing will win this daily all right and banana said the key to this challenge was ass to the glass and good friction and communication i would i would throw that in as well some people were just being loud and wrong in this challenge. And so the first question was about who was the Jaws director. The red team got it right. Um, then the question to the green team was, what was the app that's designed to be deleted? Michaela was like, I use the app all the time. I'm still on it because I haven't deleted it yet. And it was Hinge. And then the first wrong answer came from the blue team. It was a question about, is a flush better than a straight? And the flush was better. They said strength, and that was wrong. The blue team's platform got tilted. The next wrong question, okay, what state has 10,000 land lakes? Minnesota, not Michigan. I think they were probably, yeah, it, it, it's a state with an M. 
I don't know. I, I, I forgot who said it, but once they said it, I was like, I don't, it sounds right, but I don't know. But then again, that's what trivia is meant to do. Like trivia kind of trips people up, especially in the situation that they're in, which is hanging off of a, a glass ceiling that's literally over the ocean. So, yeah. Yeah. The next question was, um, who was the winner of Super Bowl 57? Dusty said the, pa- the Patriots, and that was the red team's answer. However, the winning team was the Kansas City Chiefs. And Dusty's like, oh, crap. That's my wife's favorite team. That's Sorry. No, he said that's him and his wife and his kid's favorite team and his family. Like, his whole crew is Mahomes down, and he didn't know that. Which, 57 is not that long. Like, how many Super Bowls do you think they have been, Dusty, for you to even go back to the Patriots? Like, it's, it's whatever. Dusty continues <sighs> his bad trek on the show. And it's funny because right after he said it, they went to Tiffany's confessional and she was like, go to hell, Dusty. I, I, Tiffany was so funny in her confessional in terms of what she was saying to Dusty this episode. Like, she was eating him up. Eating him up. Yeah, so the red team took on that. A lot of teams were tilting on wrong answers. What is Canada's capital? Are you asking me? Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, the, the answer is Ottawa. But somebody who said Quebec, I was like, that's not right. Like, I, I don't... I mean, my sister's from Canada, but I don't really... Only other Canadian I know is Drake, so I, I don't know. And it's funny, the ones at Ontario, I'm like, no, that's a state. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was, it was, the answers that people were throwing out, I was like, that doesn't sound right. Like, I know I'm mm-hmm. not completely right, but that doesn't sound right. Yeah. And on a question about the Civil War, the red team got that wrong, and that made Dustin slip, and he was wanting Corey to hold on to him, okay, he'll hold on. But Corey's like, I'm not about to let you hold on, because I'm not trying to slip. Dusty just slipped by himself, and he was the first person to um, get into the water, which was very on brand. <laughs> and then people started slipping a little bit more. Monty slipped um, after Green got a question wrong. Um, then Les Michaela slipped after that, not too long. Then we get to a question for the blue team. And it is, what was the show that Jodo Ciela got fame from? I know the answer. Do you know the answer? No, I, I didn't know until they said it, which was Dance Moms. I, I didn't watch the show. I didn't even, I thought she was from Nickelodeon. Like, I just know that she went and she she became trans and I, I kind of, I didn't keep up with the storyline. I don't know what's going on. I really don't care either, so. Yeah, so she's from Dance Moms. I knew that someone said Dance Moms, but Tori had to open her big mouth and say, Dance with the Stars. I know she was on the show. She was It was her show. and Desi that was saying it. I'm not I'm not gonna not I'm not gonna put it all on Tori because her and Desi were yelling dancing with the stars and whoever said it said dance moms and then Desi was like, Yeah, but she was on the show dancing with the stars and she won or something like that. No, that was but Tori. Was, Tori said it. Tori said, Oh no, but she was on Dancing Stars. That was Tori. But they both said dancing with the stars, is what I'm saying. Okay. I get it. But I was like, Tori's, Tori's, I was just like, Tori said it so loud, I'm like, and wrong, I'm like, ma'am. And I know Desi said it, but I'm like, I need y'all to think critically. Your thinking cap was not on. You said, found fame. 
Yes, she was on Dance with the Stars. She won. You think she got famous off of that show? She was already famous. That's neither here nor there. I just wanted to get that little clip in. Because I'm like, people go on that show because they're already famous. It's called Dance with the Stars for a reason. But yeah, I was like, okay, she won. She won. Anyways, the next question, well, after that, the question was about Taylor Swift's concert that she started in 2023. The red team got it correct because they have a Swiftie on their team and Michelle, and she said it was the Eras tour. After they got it correct, Josh and Corey could not hold on either way because they were just holding, but they couldn't. They just slipped off. And then with most of the green team on land, guess who was by herself, chilling, max relaxing on her Gwen Stacy? Alyssa Snyder. <laughs> holding it down for the green team. Yeah, she definitely was holding her own. I mean, literally everyone beside her had fallen off. And at that point, she was really just holding on with whatever she could with her hands and, you know, on her face. And I think that when she got her answer wrong and it tilted again, that's when she was like, you saw it where she was trying to readjust her grip and she lost it. And she kind of was preparing herself to jump rather than her just like casually falling down because she already knew she lost it. So when she tilted again, she kind of just held her nose and just jumped right into the into the water, which I'm not mad at. She held it for a very long time. And given the fact that the last episode where she kind of sort of was trying to give up and she did it, but she sort of kind of was, for her to last as long as she did on this one, I was like, all right, you're not here for no reason. Yeah. And then on a question about William Shakespeare, the red team got it wrong. And... The people, the ladies on the red team, Sans Tiffany continued to slip. Tiffany held on by herself for a while, but she got a question about Coldplay, and I don't know much, as much about Coldplay. I'm not into them as I, I know only like a few of their songs, but she got the question wrong, and she ended up slipping after the platform tilted on her. But she really held her on as, um, by herself. For sure. I mean, she held on the longest on her team, and I think that she was getting the answers right for the most part to even be holding on. So Tiffany did what she needed to do on this this challenge for sure. Yeah. And with Tiffany slipping, that meant that the blue team won. And now they have to go back to the house and pick a man and woman for elimination. And Tori and Bananas resigned to the fact that they did not have any power on their team um, with the liberation they knew that the survivor people on their team will steamroll them. And in the nominations, their team was like, hey, we're going to vote for Tiffany and Wes. That's what we're going to do. The vote ended up just being for them. When the balls came out from the hopper that it was Tiffany and Wes, Tiffany took it as an honor that she was voted into nomination with Wes. Like, she took it on the chin. She was very gracious about it. And she was really good. Yeah, she felt like she was considered a part of the brains like Wes was, which I guess whatever makes you feel better about yourself. <laughs> and then Wes begins his campaign for people to vote for a woman so that he doesn't have to go into elimination. And right after he told people, he's like, Corey was like, oh, so we're voting for Dusty? And Michelle told Josh, Corey, and Fessy that um, people want it to be a guy's day. And so I'm like, hey, it's, it's time to go in. It's it's okay. 
And then we see Wes weeping to Bananas because he's upset about getting eliminated. And he was still like contemplating retiring that and Bananas trying to give him a pep talk. And he was really worrying about doing the new era that we've been talking about. And then we went to the vault. And Tiffany had to hit Dusty again with a good little bum liner because she was like, Dusty, you are nothing. Hey, keep hitting him again because <laughs> you deserve to clap back at that man this whole time. So love that for her. And then we go to the arena. And that's where things get shifty. There's a lot of controversy, I would say, online about how this elimination was even handled with the timing of how it happened. I guess we'll get into it when we get into it, but I think it was definitely misleading. But clearly they're doing a show, so they're trying to draw attraction to what's going to have the viewers on their seats. But it was definitely yeah. misleading at some points because I was like, oh, damn, this is it, you know? Yeah. And so we got our picks from the blue team coming out and Tiffany and Wes. And then we get into the hopper votes where Alyssa S. has two votes. Michaela has one. Chanel has one. And Dusty has seven votes. And Tiffany once again was clocking them like, bye, Dusty. Come on down. And I was like, Oh, I still want to see who the heck she was yelling at from that preview, but we'll see that later on. But I was like, I thought that might have been her yelling at him. Like, come on, get your ass out here and play. But it was so yeah, Hopper picked Dusty. And he was being very Delulu. Could we call him team his team cowards um for voting him in? And he was like, I busted my ass for them. And I'm like, y'all's favorite word this season in these last two episodes is cowards. Yeah, I'm not supposed to have vocabulary. Well, no, I, I think I think it was just Dusty and Cassidy who said cowards. But honestly, their feelings are hurt. What what else do you expect people of their assortment of color to say? I don't I don't take any exception to what they call people. <laughs> like it is what it is. But when he had his little speech, and I'm not gonna rag too much on him because honestly people on his team probably did vote for him they voted for him the first time and he didn't know about it so they probably did vote for him again and they got a little bit more votes because he acted crazy the first time more people were inclined to vote for him so they don't have that quote-unquote chaotic energy like michelle said to come back into the house but he probably wasn't wrong when he said people on his team voted for him like they probably did and it was funny because tj looked at what uh was like do you have anything else to say and Wes was like yeah, no, ditto. Like, same, same Z's. I don't have <laughs> nothing else to add to that. Like, whatever he said, that's what it is. And it's true. Like, it'd be your own teammates. Yeah. <laughs> Wild. But Wes and Dusty are playing a game called Crank Shafted, where one guy will stand on a wheel trying to balance for as long as they can, while the other will untie three different steering wheels and attach them to the crank shaft. And they will use that to spin the reel to make it hard to balance for the other. And the more reels means that it's easier to spin, but the guy might lose time by untying the reel. When the player on the wheel falls off, the guys will switch positions and repeat the process. The player who balances on the reel the longest will win this nation. And Dusty was on the wheel first. 
Wes was being very controlled with his method. He was able to use two wheels and he was moving it well at a good pace, which got Dusty off the wheel. And then Wes got on the wheel. Dusty couldn't get a good handle on untying the wheel initially. And he was doing a lot of like, I'm throwing laundry everywhere with the ties. But it actually kind of ended up helping him with getting the wheel untied. And once he got one of the wheels off, he was like, I'm about to crank your ass to West. I'm like, okay, I, I like your energy, but this is a weird statement. <laughs> it's dusty at this point. Like, what do you expect? We've seen him literally go from seeming like he was okay to the most unhinged person besides Josh in his house. Yeah, went there to it real quick. But Dusty managed to get Wes off the wheel quick, relatively. And at the moment, Wes was like, oh, I'm done. I think I'm done. I'm damn going home. And he's just sitting on that pit, just sewing. Bananas comes over, gives Wes a pep talk of sorts. But TJ said that 37 seconds separated the both of them. And Wes ended up winning. And he actually broke his not untying curse that he's had on the show. And he's staying the game. I don't know how. I, I mean, I didn't see it coming, to be honest. Like I said, they, it was very misleading with how they presented the storyline in terms of Wes and him, quote unquote, retiring, or whatever, going home to be a family man, essentially. And between how it seemed as if the Wes was really slow and methodical, like throughout his process of untying the knots, I'm guessing because Dusty was chaotic and just all over the place that they kind of held him up more. But clearly when they were on the two, on the apparatus to stand up, like Wes flew way quicker than Dusty. So that's where I don't know, again, what was edited down, what we saw, how slow, how fast, like, you know, but they presented it in a way where it seemed like Wes literally lost. And so for Wes to just come out as a winner, it was like, this is kind of anticlimactic. Like, I, I kind of wish that he did lose so that we can get a conclusion to the story of him going home and probably not coming back. But now we have more Wes, which is cool. Like, I mean, I was I was kind of rooting for Wes, but then once I saw what happened with him going first, I was like, oh, he may be done for depending on how dusty does and when i saw dusty when i was like oh yeah what's for sure is is over with which i was kind of happy because now dusty would have been going back into the house and just turning up even more like because clearly his crazy meter was rising as he kept going back into the house so i wanted to see that but overall west winning and coming back is like the worst possible outcome for most of the people in the house because one a vet a challenge vet is coming back into the house to someone who most people were voting for plotting against going against is now coming back into the house it's like now i gotta kind of stand on what i was going against the whole time yeah i just i didn't care who came back to be honest <laughs> but i'm like the way that they presented this episode like i really thought that much was going on they really been with this because i thought why would you make this storyline for this episode basically all about what but he did call himself a very good underdog. Is this underdog story? Because this don't feel like it. I just want to know. That's not a question. Maybe, maybe that was. Because that doesn't make any sense in my head. <laughs> like, 
this man has been on here for so long, and y'all are calling this man, he's calling himself an underdog. You're not an underdog. Well, in this situation, he is, because no one's on his side, which usually there are plenty of people who would team up with Wes. And then two, now you're in a situation where you look like you lost. Like, it's not even a, a question of if you did lose or, like, nah, we saw the footage and it looked like you lost. So now is that you that you are coming back, it's like, damn, that, that kind of is like the person, the underdog coming back around and beating a giant, which Dusty's no giant, don't get me wrong, but I'm saying like, it's, <laughs> it looks like now you coming back to be crazy on crazy. I don't know. They having a crazy off. Yeah. I'm like, what? Well, so what else are y'all going to do? When, when eventually West leaves or whatever, I don't know. What's going to be the storyline for that episode or if he gets far enough final? I don't know. Maybe he won't Maybe- have a storyline and this is his storyline. Like, I feel like they probably gave West this, this platform because it is West and West knows how to give them TV. Like, there's a reason why him, Bananas, people like this casted time and time again. It's not just because there are quote-unquote vets. It's because they make good TV for these producers to produce a show. Even though it's something that we may not think is good TV, they think it is. You know, so they're going to keep holding on to it and keep bringing them back. And as much as Wes is going to give them camera time and give them something to kind of go off of, that's what they're going to do. Yeah, I just need them to get their editing together that's that on that because i'm like y'all edit is so weird y'all need to get it together how y'all decide y'all want to do these challenges eliminations because if this was a timed elimination like kayla tweeted like from last season she tweeted today where was the timer on the screen for us to see the time y'all didn't give us a time to see how this went y'all just went off of vibes and just like oh by 37 seconds west wins we went through the timer Y'all, the editors need to be better about how they do things. So that's it. Wes had a decision to stick or twist from Green, and he decided to head on over to the blue team. And he took Chris's spot. And in his mind, he was like, this is giving the challenge vet an advantage strategically and mathematically on this team. But if we win, we can have the advantage to put in people that we want to go in. So, yeah. And also next week, a new twist is coming. So we'll see how that, well, not next week, <laughs> Thursday, a new twist is coming. So we'll see how that impacts the game. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of excited to see what other twists that they're going to add now because there there have been a few so far in this season and we're already halfway through. So now another twist is coming. I definitely would like to see how this also plays out. With that being said, both episodes were over. It was a good drama, controversial drama, good beefs, and I wanted to see more. I would like to see Dusty and Tiffany on Rivals together. Also, there's like an underlying beef happening with Michaela and Wes, and I want to see them as Rivals as well. I don't know. There might, there should be a Challenge USA Rivals. I would like to see that. That would be fun. So, with that being said. We're going to get into some of the tweets from these two episodes, and they're very comical and also, like, all time. Very agreeable. So the first tweet, we mentioned this earlier, but yelling at a woman is the only way Dusty has been able to replicate the male challengers he's idolized for the last 20 years. 
I don't, I don't have any more for um, <laughs> for Dusty. I, I, I don't. Because I, I really tried. I really tried. And then he decided to just be a full-blown out weirdo. So I really have nothing else for you. Yeah. Like when, men are messy and men cannot be trusted at times. So, hey. One other one back to this. So that's that on him. Someone else said, Cassie, sweetheart, you're not even a blip on Wes's radar. 100% true. I don't know why she was holding on to that story in her head that Wes decided to create her an enemy out of her. Like even at the bar when they had a little game going and they said that Wes won the game, she was like, oh, Wes can't win. Like it's a game at a bar. You girl, bye. Like, please. Yeah, no. I'm like, you're mad because like cause Alyssa's like, oh, what's one? She threw a fit. I'm like, girl, light it up. Like that man is not thinking about you. It's okay. You can go hang out with Josh. Cause they, that's rubbing off on you. So that's that. The next suite. Okay, this one's an audio suite. So I want you to hear this and hear this well. First it said, unseen BTS of Alyssa confronting Tori about her votes. Why the fuck did you pick me? You're a fucking bitch. Okay. On the, on the video, it's Alyssa in her cast photo. Yeah. And she's talking to Derek Frazier, who posted the tweet. And on his face, it's Tori's photo. And he just left. So that's that. I just find it funny because I'm like, hey. Alyssa is not a special gangster. She'll talk to you to your face. And that's what I appreciate about her. So, yeah. The last tweet is also an audio tweet. It says, Russ's campaign strategy. Vote for West 2023. Hold on. Or name a woman. Name a woman. Yeah. Um. Who? Who? Name a woman. Name a woman. Yeah. Yoga bag. Name a woman. Name a woman. Name a woman. Yes, go. Any? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. Name a woman. Because Wes's campaign strategy for this episode was vote in a woman. I don't care who it is. Because everybody's yeah. like, oh, vote a woman. People are like, who should I vote for? I don't care. That's not me. Not right. me. Pick one, anyone, is what eventually, essentially what he said. He just says, pick a name, any name. Yeah. And that's all the tweets from this episode these two episodes well it's been interesting to see how this season has gone so far like i said earlier this is halfway through the season so now we are going to be weekly because the show is going to be airing on thursdays for the rest of the time coming up for the next few episodes so thank you guys for listening if you would like you can follow us on twitter at doodle lines pod you can follow megan at megs and hines you can follow myself at ace underscore s5 and you can watch this on YouTube if you're listening at the Lines Podcast. And we'll be back next week or later on this week to discuss more of the Challenge USA Season 2 on CBS. Thank you guys and have a good week. Bye. Bye. Bye.